This is a podcast from Minute Media. And let's get it. This is the Back Row Bengals Show, all brought to you by Fansided.com. Go over there, read some of my blogs, read about any team that you want. There's a lot of Bengals stuff there. There's plenty of stuff from me. Definitely go and check it out. And I think you really want to be reading about the Bengals because today we are celebrating probably the biggest win in over 30 years of this franchise. The Bengals walk into Tennessee in a hostile environment and take down the number one seed, the Tennessee Titans, take down King Henry, and Evan McPherson goes in, hits a walk-off field goal. It was a game that I guess I would describe out of this world. So I thought there was nobody better. Nobody better to have on the show. The first time coming on the show, the one, the only, the Bangalorean. Bango, how we doing, man? What's up, man? I'm going cloud nine, just like the rest of the fan base. Oh, my gosh. Can you can you even believe how that – Evan McPherson is, is the best – probably the best – draft pick we've had besides Joe Burrow. He is such a weapon, man. I, I mean, he he's impacted the team so much, and he's hit already four game-winning field goals as a rookie. Yeah, it's unbelievable. When you when you break it down and you look at uh, a draft pick and, and how it truly impacts your team, you think of guys like Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow. Uh, but when you take a kicker in the fifth round like that and he's literally winning you four – five games a season, you, you can't put a value on it. You can't. You you, you absolutely can't. I, I mean, I know a lot of people were hating on the pick when it first originally came through. and But I, I knew, I, I kind of looked at him like, this is a guy that's going to win us games. And we're seeing it right here. The Bengals stuck with their draft plan, and it's really paying off. And, you know, that's hats off to Duke Tobin in the front office for how well they constructed this football team. Agreed. Absolutely. This, this recruiting – uh, well, I hesitate to say recruiting. This uh, it's recruiting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This, yeah. this staff that's come together and uh, put their heads together and and chose the right pieces for success is unbelievable. It's absolutely incredible. Let's talk about the game here. So we always talk about the offense, especially with the Bengals. I mean, just the lights out, firepower. Yeah, this game had pretty much not really any of that. This game was a drag out slobber knocker punch you in the mouth type of game and the Bengals found a way to come out and, and, and still get a win that is hats off to Lou Anarumo in this defense how did you feel how this defense played uh during this game it was incredible man like I don't there the interceptions that happened happened so fast you had to watch on the big board if you were there mm-hmm. to kind of see them happen um it was nuts to come out and uh and, and be ready for game time uh, and go, okay, they, they got the ball. We got it the second half. Let's see what they're going to do. Uh, this has got to be going left with Henry, right? Nope. Mm. Tannehill just throws one right to a linebacker. And <laughs> we get the ball immediately to start the game. And we're going to get it in the second half. Uh, Eli Apple punching that ball out. And then Logan just playing heads up football in order to get it. You can't beat a defense that's really, really, really that attuned to the ball. You you really can't. They they just they were on point that you mentioned it. Starting out the game with an interception, it almost felt like like right then and there, I did inside, I was like, We're going to win this football game. Like we're gonna walk in, we're gonna go win this game. There was plenty of orange and black in the stadium. Did you find your way down to the de- to uh, Nashville? 
I did. Yeah, I was there. You did. I, oh I, my god. Thank God. I want to talk all about this. How yeah. was it down there? How it was, was incredible. The- it was I mean, you 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 think you're going to uh enemy territory and it's going to be uh just tons and tons and tons of uh threats around you, not not actual literal threats, but the other team, okay. right? The other fans. Right. Uh but it was it was unbelievable. It was black and orange. Broadway, black wow. and orange. The stadium, black and orange. It was unbelievable. Like I took pictures and posted them and it truly did not do it justice from where I was sitting, looking across. It was more orange than blue. It was unbelievable. I mean, that it's just something that as, as a Bengals fan, you know, going through the years of watching our own fans get run out of our stadium. And now we're taking stadiums over. It's just a sight to see. And it, it, it does my heart really well. And I know obviously You've been with this team for a lifetime, and you you understand exactly what that means to take a rivalry enemy stadium over, especially in a game like this. Yeah, I mean, I we I've gone to games, Pittsburgh games, and it's unfortunately black and gold and PBS. But I honestly mm-hmm. think those days are over. This fan base is is riled up, and it's it's ready to support the team, and and success is a huge part of that obviously yeah. but uh there's definitely a new tune being sung in that front office uh and, and everything's headed in the right direction so were you uh were you down there on friday as well did you did you make your way down there friday no i worked so i oh, oh, yeah, no. so, uh, so i woke up in the morning at like five o'clock mm-hmm. uh, got the kids ready got them out the door dropped them at grandma and grandpa's and then uh i took off around six and uh, we got down there about eleven, grabbed lunch, went to Bengal Gyms, and then went to the game. Did you uh, did you head home or did you stay out on Broadway and, and celebrate the W? We stayed and we conquered Nashville. Yes, it is officially Cincy South. That's awesome, man. So how were how were the bars down on Broadway? For those who don't know, who haven't been to Nashville, Broadway is basically just this long stretch of country bars. A lot of famous bars where a lot of um, you know, yeah, current. Famous country music stars are, have played before and have really got their start. How was it? How was the bar scene down there? It, it was nuts, man. And 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 to to be quite honest, mo- all the Titans fans after the game were super nice, super yeah. welcoming. Uh, there was the occasional drunk individual, but everyone else was like, "Wow, man, you've got the quarterback of the future there. Uh, your team is really put together." So it was a great time. Uh, we bar hop for sure. Uh, even a, a lot of the staff there obviously is from Tennessee. So they were congratulating us. Mm. Um, it was deafening with who day chance. I can tell you that, um, awesome. it, it was, it was absolutely a blast. We definitely took over. Uh, it's, it's almost, I guess the only thing that I would say that would rival it this year would be when UC took over Notre Dame where yeah. it was just, it just kind of just sounded deafening in there with UC fans. And now the yeah. Bengals, Bengals fans have taken it over. Is Cincinnati the football city? It's got to be at this point, doesn't it? It's it, right? This is it. It's got to be. 100%. Look at this. It's a Cinderella story, man. Coming from 2-14, and however many years ago, to Mm -hmm. all of a sudden playing in the AFC Championship against the Chiefs, who are an incredible team. I mean, we're right here. We're there. This is it. Since he's football. Since we, this is the football city, man. to, to, To have two teams, two teams make the Final Four, both yeah. in college and in the NFL, it's something. It's something truly special. So, yeah. even with, so, I, I want to get back. And I'm jumping all over the place. I'm You're so okay. giddy. I, I do this all <laughs> the time. Here, we like to ramble on here. Just ask Strawberry Eyes. He knows exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. So, 
I want to get back to the game. Joe Burrow sacked nine times. Yeah. Nine times. We knew this Tennessee's pass rush was elite. We knew we were going to have trouble with it. We knew that they got to the quarterback when they didn't blitz, which was going to be a problem. Joe Burrow still stands in there, throws for 348 yards, and leads this team to victory. Is he just built different? Yeah, he is. He's. Yeah, I don't even know if he's human. I'm going to be honest with you. The, the man is absolutely incredible. Uh, that Titans four-man rush is unmatched in the NFL probably. You know, mm-hmm. I know there's pass rush teams out there that are very, very stellar. Uh, but, but as shown, nine times they can get back there and touch your quarterback. Uh, the only difference is that our quarterback gets back up and uh, sends our team to the AFC Championship. He does get back up. And there was one thing that I kind of was starting to think about, especially watching that Kansas City versus Buffalo game, which was incredible. This was probably yes. the best. Would you say that this was the best weekend of football you've seen in a very long time? 100%. Outside of Bengals playoff wins that we're experiencing <laughs> this year, that uh, Kansas City-Buffalo game is the single best game of football I've ever watched. Absolutely incredible. But something that I noticed there, Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes both get hit a lot. They just happen to be past the line of scrimmage when yeah. they do get hit. So I think maybe it's this it's this new age of quarterback that is just durable. Josh Allen is durable. Patrick yeah. Mahomes is durable. Joe Burrow is durable. Mm-hmm. It's just a new age. Yep. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. Uh, Joe's had his freak accident, and I, and I think that's over. That's behind him. Uh, and look where he's got us now. I mean, Allen is like, what, 6'6", 230. I don't even – that guy's huge. He's running safeties over. And, and Patrick yeah. Mahomes is a is a whole nother animal as well. It's it's unbelievable. I mean, it's and, and you look at these quarterbacks in the AFC, they're all under 25 or, or right there. You know what I mean? Like it's – Yeah. Our our uh, our conference is is just going to be lights out for the next fifteen years, probably. Yeah, I, I mean the future is so bright, and it's, I was listening to uh, a little bit of the national media. I know I shouldn't. I know I shouldn't. Yeah. I do anyway. I do anyway. They were loving up on us today and uh, yeah. yesterday, uh, but uh, but they were talking about how if your quarterback is not named Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen. Justin Herbert, um, um, uh, uh, any of the the, the yeah. newer guys, right? If they're not named that, you're getting left behind. Oh, yeah. Lamar Jackson, I'll throw. I guess I'll throw him into there. Yeah, you have to. You're getting left behind, and I think the Bengals are now. So we built this team to win the AFC North. Now next year, it's going to be time to build this team to win the AFC. Do you think the Bengals are just light years ahead of a bunch of other teams in the AFC? I think we're we're exactly one year ahead of where we thought we'd be. And, I mean, Nate Burleson kind of said it best, you know what I mean, when we drafted Jamar Chase. Mm-hmm. Uh, they drafted Jamar Chase uh, not to compete with the Steelers, not to compete with the Ravens or the Browns. They drafted, drafted Jamar Chase to beat Kansas City, to beat mm-hmm. the Bills, to beat whoever the heck comes out of the NFC. And look where we're at. Right, absolutely. Right, you, you, you pretty much nailed it on the head. And then also on top of that, you got to give it to the coaching staff. I thought Luana Rumo's defensive scheme to stop the Titans was probably the best scheme I have ever seen. Held them to yeah. 16 points. Derek King Henry. Now, I will say he was definitely not at 100%, mm-hmm. but he but the Bengals forced Tannehill to throw the ball, throws yep. three interceptions, big time plays. And also on top of that, our free agents are the ones that were making some ginormous plays. How do you feel about how the coaching staffs 
performance was uh, on Saturday. Uh, huge. Anytime you can, you can hold. I, I, Derrick Henry. Okay, got it. Maybe a little, little mm. not what he normally is, but a warrior is a warrior is a warrior. And, yes, and I love, I love Derrick Henry. So. Oh yeah. Uh, he was out there ready to play again for his city and his team. You could tell when he came out of the tunnel, he had a killer's mindset. Uh, mm. But for our defense to hold him to 62 yards, Foreman to 60, whatever he had, and then force uh, Mr. Tannehill to have to throw that ball is unbelievable because if you would have listened to anybody outside of orange and black, not wearing stripes, Henry was going to maul us mm-hmm. but was just going to sit in a hammock the whole time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, that's all you heard. That's all yep. you heard. But then I want to introduce you to a little friend that I have named DJ Freaking yep. Reader. My goodness, what a signing. DJ yeah. Reader, my camera keeps That's all right. I totally agree with you. God. We had Geno Atkins, and Geno Atkins was a stalwart forever, right? Yeah, right. But but and I know Gino's a three tech and everything. We we can go back about but yeah. but it's DJ Reader time. It's yeah, DJ it is. Reader, it's Trey Hendrickson time, it's Sam Hubbard time. Uh, that D line is ready to go. And I know there's number differences when Hendrickson's on the field and everything, because he's an animal. But mm-hmm. uh you're absolutely right. DJ Reader is a tank, and he is going to get in the backfield, and he's going to kill people. Not literally, of course, but he's going to kill maybe people. literally. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Man, he's he's an animal. He, he's he's a freak. He's unbelievable. He, he has killed offenses just by being on the field. And with Larry Ogunjobi being out, this was yeah. going to be a giant yeah. game for him. And he steps up, and, and he yeah. does exactly what we thought he was going to do. Yeah. And again, let's go back to. Because the front office has taken as much heat, and it's deserved it, but they deserve credit where credit is due. They have nailed the past two years of free agent signings. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Hendrickson, Hilton, Cheeto, Eli Apple. Eli Apple. Eli freaking Apple. Like, are we really talking about Eli Apple? Yeah. I can't believe it. (laughs) I can't believe it. Mike Hilton. Mike Hilton. Yeah, Mike Hilton. Reader, everybody, man. And you think about the defense, like I'm talking about all these these DBs and everything on the line. Like, Osai's not even playing. Oh my God! When he comes back, this who's going to stop this pass rush? I don't know. Who's going to stop it? It's I, almost I, like when when we talk about the offense, and who are you going to guard? Who are yeah. you going to block? Who are you going to block? No, it, it's it's almost it's almost unfathomable to think that we have this this wide receiver core that's doing what it's doing, and next year. If we can hopefully keep guys like Ogunjobi, right? Because Henderson's long term got a, a long term deal. Yep. Um, uh, Hubbard's on that a long term deal. We got, I think we got Reader for how many? Like another year at least, right? I think we got him for one more year at least. Yeah, one more year, right? And Osai's coming back. Like, <laughs> please try to stop us. Stop us, man. This team is set up for the next three to four years to make Super Bowl runs. Like they, yep. they are. They just are. Yeah. And you, you bring up Eli Apple. You want to talk about a guy? that has revitalized his entire career. He, because coming out, he was drafted by New York, didn't quite work out there, went to the Saints, was okay, was really, and then he comes here, and he was going to be a, he was going to be a backup. He was. Yeah, he was an emergency plan. Right, he was. And then Trey Waynes just didn't work out. There's our one whiff. I'll I'll give you that. One whiff, Trey Waynes. He doesn't work out. Eli Apple has stepped up. He has played phenomenal football. I believe he is one of the pf he's one of the highest pff graded cornerbacks right now i think he he's might he's there. number one in pass breakups yeah. um 
But you watch that last drive that Tennessee had where we had the interception. Eli Apple stuck to A.J. Brown like yeah. glue. Like yeah. glue. Couldn't Tannehill could not fit that window in and just like that broken up. Logan Wilson yeah. picked it off. And now we're talking about playing Kansas City in the AFC championship game. It's insane. It's unbelievable. Some guys just need a change of scenery and and, mm-hmm. and it works, you know. I like to think that anybody that needs a change of scenery and they come here, they're gonna play well because that's yeah. just what we do now. Yeah, and this is who doesn't want to come now. You look around yeah. the league. Who doesn't want to come to Cincinnati? Who doesn't want to come protect Joe Burrow when we do shape up this offensive line in this offseason? Exactly. Who doesn't want to come here? Yeah. Yeah. This was supposed to be our season that we, you know, we crest 500. Yeah. You, right. This was, this was everybody saying, hey, it's, it's, let's just keep playing ball. This is not the year that we do it, guys. This just isn't it. Mm-hmm. We got our pieces. Let's continue to build. We've got it. I said that. I yeah. said that. Yeah, you you said Shut that. Me up, right? You, Shut me up. you yeah. <laughs> I love it. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. I, yeah. I thought I was a realist, but I was dead wrong. I I I just I think we all were trying to be realists. We were just kind of trying to enjoy the ride and we can't believe not only do I not only am I like obviously on cloud nine cuz we won. I am yeah. expecting to win on Sunday. I think the Bengals not not only have we done it already, the Bengals match up incredibly well against the Chiefs. Then yeah. also on top of that, you watch again, like I said, you watch that Bills Chiefs game again. Incredible. Are you afraid of the Chiefs defense? I mean, their secondary no. looked awful. Yeah, their secondary I, looked I, terrible. I just I don't there's not a team in the NFL I'm afraid of. There just right. isn't anymore. There isn't. Mm-hmm. And, and I know, and that's not to say that these teams are not good, because the Chiefs are an incredible football team. The Titans fixed Tannehill they're an incredible football team the mm-hmm. Bills, incredible football team and I know I'm just talking AFC but you know we're the Super Bowl is in a couple weeks we'll talk about that <laughs> yes sir but but uh I, I just am not scared I'm not Joe Burrow 444 air yards Jamar Chase 266 receiving yards that's two people what two. if Darren put the Darren put the team on my back they yes, did sir. they did that yeah. And now we're we're jiving, and we've got other players that can do it. Our defense is playing lights out, and they're gonna have to against Patrick Mahomes. Like yeah. you, we have to be real about that. They're gonna have to play a great game, and mm-hmm. we're probably gonna have to put up thirty points to mm-hmm. win. But I think we can. I'm just right. not scared of them. Right? Yeah, you you nailed it on the head when you said this defense is gonna have to play probably their best game they have all season. Uh-huh. Now let's go back to when they did play the Chiefs in the yeah. regular season. The Bengals defense did start out very, very slow. Uh, they started out – we started out giving up 28 points. Yeah. And they only give up three points in the second half. Yeah. I believe that's the only time that has happened to the Chiefs this year or last year too. Uh, I, I mean, I don't I don't think that this – I think this defense can stop the Chiefs. We've seen it before. I think yeah. they can do it again. You just – I think we just got to copy and paste that second half and just do it all game. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. That's literally what we got to do because because you're we're not going to hold playoff Chiefs to three points in the second half. We can't no. rely on that. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. You just gotta you just gotta take that whatever you did right there, copy paste, and just That's try it. to do it the whole game. Yep. Does going into Arrowhead scare you at all? Does does <laughs> does going in because that that was a that was a big yeah. that's a big argument that yeah. I've been hearing a lot so, is just you know go ahead. It's not a it's not a fear. 
Uh, but yeah. I, I have I was stationed in Kansas in Kansas for a while, Fort Leavenworth. Yeah. Uh, and I went to many Chiefs games because I'm a Bearcat and I got I, I wore a, a Travis Kelsey UC jersey. Bengals yes, sir. Yes, I did, sir. I, to those games, I never put a Chiefs jersey <laughs> on, and I'll I'll post the pictures to prove that I got the Travis Kelsey uh, Bearcat jersey. Love it, uh, love it. But uh, I've been in Arrowhead and I've been high in the stands. I've been low. Mm-hmm. It is loud. Wow. And there is no denying it at all. But I trust this coaching staff to pump whatever they got to pump into the stadium to to get them ready. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we right. talk about Joe being an, a, another another type of human being. I don't think it's going to rattle him, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he, he's talked about it. That's why we got guys that have played in big-time moments and big-time yeah. stadiums and big-time games. He I mean, he said it. This was in October, by the way. Everybody is yeah. trying to make this uh, – a big thing he does say there's louder stadiums in the SEC. And I, I honestly truly believe that. I mean, I think the college crowds are just ridiculous. And I think in the NFL, it's a lot more professional. And so I, I don't think home field advantage is as much of a factor as a lot of uh, fans and a lot of national media likes to make it out to be. Yeah. Um, but five and two, excuse me, five and two on the road. You just went into Tennessee. You just knocked off the uh, number one seed. Why can't you just go and why can't you go and do it again? It just yeah. happens to be in Kansas City. I agree. I totally agree. I'm not worried about it. I, I'm I'm of the notion that uh, we're not going to lose. Yeah, yeah. I, I I'm of that notion too. I, I'm I'm selecting a Bengals win. And if you were on my picks, by the way, Bengals money line smacked. If you want to, <laughs> you wanted to jump in over there. So let's you kind of bring it up. You talk about how Zach Taylor's been pumping a lot of, of great juju and, and great mojo into this team. Zach Taylor outcoached Mike Vrabel, who is the favorite to win coach of the year this year. Yeah. How did you feel about Zach Taylor himself, his performance on this game, and then just throughout the whole year of what he's just been able to do? I wish I could hug him. I really do. <laughs> I, I wish I could run up and hug the man because he, he's, he's incredible. And I know he's got players that elevate him as a coach. You know what I mean? We don't really talk about that a lot. Yeah. A lot of people like to say players like cover up coaches mistakes and sure. Okay. That's true. Uh, but I think that this team and Zach Taylor elevate each other. I really do. And I yep. think they got a family style football team where ELE, everybody loves everybody and they're willing to die for each other out there. Yep. And that includes coach Taylor, man. Yeah. You, you you see it on the sideline. My favorite thing about watching big plays on offense is watching the sideline of the defense. You watch that Jamar Chase, which was a, a huge play in the game where he flipped the field from 30 to 30. It was a, it was a great play. Excuse me. It was a Jamar Chase uh, screen pass. You see Mike Hilton in the back was keeping up with the entire play as he's running yeah. down. It's yeah. so funny to watch. And Mike Hilton is the one that's mic'd up this week, so I can't wait oh, for God. it to come out. It's going to be – Absolutely incredible. Somebody that I have really doubted this year, which was Lou Anarumo. I thought, okay, we can't do anything with this guy. He's doesn't like I forget that he's got guys coming in. He's absolutely knocked it out of the park. If there was a comeback coach of the year, yeah. he would win it by a landslide. Yeah. Landslide. He got a phone call from New York the morning after we whooped up, not whooped <laughs> up. We beat the Titans. How about that? I mean, geez. yeah. How was the in the he full on dessert. He deserves it too. It's it's good for him. And you know, a lot of people might get scared of it, but it's kind of like, I take the same approach with the Bearcats. It's just like when you have a good team 
and you have your coaches are going to get poached. That's just what yeah. the, that's the nature of the beast. It is what it is. So for co- other organizations to be calling our coaches to for a head coaching job, that means we must be doing something right. And Rumo Callahan. I'm sure there's people out there that are like, holy crap, why did we pass on Taylor? Look at this. Because remember <laughs> right. how late we got Taylor, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's complimentary when uh, your guys are getting recruited. Uh, I would hate to lose Callahan or Anarumo. I think anybody would because uh, I think we've figured this thing out. Uh, but at the same time, do your thing, man. Take care of your family. Uh, we can bring someone oh, in. Yeah. And hopefully repeat the process, you know, because I really think uh, we're starting to chisel out a process here. It's more than just the pieces all fitting together. I think that Bengals football is being written as we watch. Yeah, right. Absolutely. And I heard this this take on part of my take. Uh, it's just why would you go? Let's let's say like why would you go to the Giants organization where they already dumpster fire and yeah. it's going to take a lot of years, where you're going to be the head coach and you might be out in a year and a half. Yeah, you really might. Or you could stay in Cincinnati where you got Joe Burrow, where you yeah. got Jamar Chase, you got a great defense, you got a great base for what's gonna be uh, multiple Super Bowl runs in the next coming years. Yeah. I, I I don't I don't see them leaving. I really don't. Yeah, I hope they don't. I but you got sometimes man, can't Yeah, go. yeah. <laughs> it's all about the doe, yeah. the ray, and the yeah. me. I yeah, get it. Sometimes cash is king, man. But yes, sir. I I, uh, I like to think that they got some some orange inside their heart. <laughs> and you know what? You can keep your cash. You can keep your money. I'm gonna win some Super Bowls. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, Evan McPherson, we t- we run the ball. We take a timeout. Four seconds left. Evan McPherson trots out on the field. Take me into the helmet. What was your reaction through the whole scene and everything? And then how was the scene after he drilled it? So Titans had the ball with short time. Like, I don't remember how much was on the clock. I, I, I was like having an out of body experience. I, I, like, <laughs> and and, uh, and I'm, I'm backtracking a little bit, but that ball gets thrown. It gets intercepted. We trot out there. Joe and Jamar get us down there. Which, like, oh my God! You, people want to people want to talk about how Mahomes um, and uh, Allen were going back and forth. Don't get me wrong; that was lights out. Yeah. Burrow did it too. It was not as electric, like up and down, right. like the whole field. But they got us in the position. Mm-hmm. McPherson comes out, and I don't how I do. It was fifty what fifty two. Fifty, yeah, I think it was a fifty two yarder. Fifty two yards. Uh, I, I want to say, like, I, I was this like beautiful mixture and melancholy of of nervousness like a, a little kid jumping in the pool for the first time uh and at the same time i'm i'm squeezing my wife's hand and i'm going holy crap he's got this because he's evan mcpherson he's mm-hmm. shooter mcpherson and as soon as the ball snapped from clark harris Shout out. Thank you very much, Clark Harris, for sending yes. me to that game. Yes. Uh, just, oh, he was the one who sent you to the game? Yeah. yeah oh, Harris that's so awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. Harris, yeah, he gave me tickets. So I could tell that story next if we want to. But, <laughs> but, but the ball gets snapped by, by Clark. It, it, it hits Huber's hands. Bam. He sets it. And then I see that, that just McPherson leg went back, hit the ball. And the, the dang ball would have been good from 67 yards. The man has a shotgun cannon artillery piece for a leg. It, it's beautiful. It's unbelievable. How was the scene after he hit it? Like, just you turn around, you're with your wife, you're you're in enemy territory, and you just 
watched your team go to the AFC Championship. Oh my God, dude! It the stadium exploded like it just erupted like a nuclear bomb in cheers and yells, and you would have thought we were in Paul Brown. It was oh. that loud. It was unbelievable. I know I hugged my wife. I hugged the people in front of me. They were a couple of Clark's friends. I hugged the people next to us. And then uh, I kind of had this just peacefulness fall over me. And I thought I had, I thought I collapsed in my seat. I thought I sat in my seat, but I was sitting, I was in an aisle seat. Mm. I was sitting in the aisle and I took my helmet off and I just had my hands in my face and I, I'm I'm six two, two hundred and thirty pounds, big guy, <laughs> big and boy. I'm sobbing, Josh. Oh, I'm man. sobbing, and it took me to another planet. And my wife snapped me out of it. Hey, <laughs> all these fans are trying to get out of the stadium. You need to move. I had no idea, but I was sitting in the aisle on my butt, and I look oh, up, and there's God. like forty-two people behind me, and I'm like, I'm sorry. And I get back in my seat, and it was just otherworldly, man. Not one playoff game, but two, two playoff games. Two. Bango, I, I think it would be remiss if we didn't talk about the whole Bangalorean sure. setup. When did this happen? How this all happened? Now that we just we've gone through the game, we previewed it. I gotta ask some Bangalorean questions. So when did this all happen? How did this all happen? Yeah, man. So I've been I've been a fan forever since I could walk. Um mm-hmm. Thick and thin, uh, Andy Dalton, AJ Green, those guys before that kind of car. I, I grew up in the the Carson Palmer, John Kitna time. Mm-hmm. You know, Chad Ochocinco, uh, Zada. Those were the guys I grew up with. Uh, and then I went to Andy Dalton, AJ Green, and, and all mm-hmm. those guys coming. You've been there, Jeremy Hill, Gio, uh, and uh, we just started not being able to play football you know we just mm. stunk for a while terrible uh, and and it is it is what it is the records prove it um i still love the team um we went and uh and we uh secured ourselves the number one draft pick um and there was talk about this golden arm boy uh named joe from northern ohio uh and i watched the alabama lsu game uh, I was at a bachelor party, actually. Hell <laughs> yeah! Watching it in the Airbnb, and we we all decided, yeah, we're not leaving until we watch this game. <laughs> uh, and that that was the game where we all said, all right, whoever wins this is who the Bengals are drafting: mm-hmm. Joe Burrow or Tua Tua Tungabaila, right? Yep. Uh, Burrow takes it and uh, wins it, and uh, I I kind of decided there, yep, I'm Team Burrow. We go through, Burrow throws, whatever, seven touchdowns against the, the Oklahoma, does his thing. Mm. Uh, and then it, it starts, you know what, the Bengals are drafting this guy, right? Mm. Uh, and that's when I said, you know what, I think they're going to draft this guy and the team's going to turn around and amp up. So I'm going to yeah. amp up my fandom. I love Star Wars. I love Boba Fett. I grew really? up Do like you? A, a hero. Uh <laughs> And the Mandalorian kind of was just coming out at the same time, and I was mm. watching that, and uh, I said, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a suit, and I'm gonna wear it to games, and I'm gonna go nuts, you know." <laughs> and that's that's how the Mandalorian was born. Uh, not a lot of people know this, and I, I don't know if there's like old, 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 old tweets out there, but uh, I originally had named this character the Hootalorian, and uh, mm. it just sounded like crap. <laughs> <laughs> Bangalore is much yeah. better, yeah. much better. 
I was looking and like designing logos and I was just saying it out loud. And I was like, God, this is like hurts to say it's guttural. It's not fun. And I looked at the Bengals logo and I went Bangalore. And I was like, Oh, that's it. <laughs> and I went with it. And I've been, I've been running ever since, man, I've made the black helmet, this white helmet, mm. uh, the original orange one. I'm probably going to have to redo here soon. It's got some, uh, some cracking and warping from a, a you know just going through three seasons uh, i've even got a bearcat one going now. yeah that's what's up right yeah. there that's awesome I don't, I don't think i'm ever gonna stop man i'm just gonna keep making these things and keep going to football games until my back gives out so where so the, the bearcats are you gonna be the bear catalorian how, well, how he's, he's the, the bearcat, he's yeah that guy's the bearcat bounty hunter because i again yes, I, could not, I like that i could not come up with the name <laughs> and if anybody comes up with one maybe i'll use it but right now he's the bearcat bounty hunter all right so everybody listening in here the bango is looking for a name for yeah. his bearcat character so help, we need we, <laughs> we need one we need one Bango, my man, it has been so fun to have you on. I'm, I'm so happy that we were able to get this done. Not only did Bango come on, he also did it on very short notice. I was down a guest. I couldn't find anybody. And he, he during the day, uh, he found his way to uh, make himself on the show. And by the way, you were the first to respond. There was multiple guests I had in my Rolodex. I'm like, come on, go. somebody respond. Good, <laughs> Please. Good. And Bango, I'm glad I got was, in. Man, Bango, thank you so much for coming on. Let the people know where can they find you? What what do you like to do? Where can they find your content? I'm on Twitter, man. Find me at Twitter, Bangalorean. Uh, I try to do Instagram, man, but I suck mm. at it. I, <laughs> I, if 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 there's a platform where I can argue with people about my bangles, I'm on it. And Twitter mm. happens to be the most feasible one. Yep. Uh, I'm done. I don't really go on Facebook, so just, just yeah, stay me. away from Facebook. <laughs> stay away. Just it's... find me on Twitter at the Bangalorean and uh, uh, let the show begin. Yes, sir. Hey, Bango, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you very much for your service, by the way. Obviously, yeah, a decorated vet. Uh, really, really thank you very much. Shining pillar of the Bengals fan community. Guys, this has been the Back Row Bengals Show, all brought to you by Fansided.com. One quick thank you to the fans here. Recently, today, while I was at uh, teaching, I had a quick moment where I could look down at my numbers. For the first time in my career, my recap of the Raiders Bengals game reached. Oh, I'm getting kind of choked up. I reached over a thousand downloads, and it was so amazing to see that and the growth that we went from podcasting to absolutely nobody, like maybe my mom and my dad, and they don't even listen to it anymore. And to go to up to a thousand downloads, thank you all so much. But anyway, that's enough talk. The train keeps going on, and we got a game to win on Sunday. I can't wait. I'll be back tomorrow on Wednesday on the Ed Robinson show. Uh, it's a radio show down in Louisiana, so I'll post that audio. Then after on Thursday, we got Jer Bear at Jerry coming on. It's going to be a great – oh, we had a heck of a lineup this week. I can't wait. So definitely listen in. Bango, again, thank you so much for coming on, brother. Who day, baby. Let's go. Who day, baby. All right, this has been the Back Row Bengals Show, all brought to you by Fansider.com. Who day? I'll see y'all later. Peace.